This episode of the Fresh Start Family Show is brought to you by our Quick Start Learning Bundle, how to build a compassionate, firm, and kind discipline toolkit that works with kids of all ages. Head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash discipline to grab your Quick Start Bundle so you can get going today on building up a strong, compassionate, discipline toolkit in your home. Well, hello, listeners. Welcome to a new episode. I am your host, Wendy Snyder, positive parenting educator and family life coach, and I'm so happy that you're here. I have an episode for you this week that is lighthearted. I uh, got to interview Christy Clover, who is the author of a book, Masters of Mayhem, which stands for mom, and I thought this episode would be good this week because Um, it's just lighthearted. You know, the world has obviously been a very heavy place for quite some time, and sometimes you just need some lighthearted content. Uh, This episode is about, um, you know, ways that you can have your house not be full of chaos, but filled with peace and organizational, you know, methods that aren't rigid, but that um, give you results and help you feel like you're not buried in piles of stuff or, you know, messes and that kind of stuff. So Christy was really fun to talk to. I actually interviewed her quite some time ago when we had her in the queue and it's finally time to air her episode. So I'm excited for you to meet her. She's actually my neighbor. She lives right down the street, which is so cool. And um, her book is actually sitting on my bookshelf and I definitely recommend it. It's a lighthearted read and it'll just give you some great um, tips on how to organize your household. So without further ado, do enjoy this episode as always families if you could take three minutes to leave a review over on itunes we appreciate those reviews so much i read every single one of them and reviews help us get seen in the itunes world the more we are seen the more families we can help and serve so enjoy this episode and thanks for listening well hey there i'm Stella. welcome to my mom and dad's podcast The Fresh Start Family Show. We're so happy you're here. We're inspired by the ocean, Jesus, and rock and roll, and believe deeply in the true power of loving kindness. Together we hope to inspire you to expand your heart, learn new tools, and strengthen your family. Enjoy the show! Well, hey there, families, and welcome to today's episode of the Fresh Start Family Show. I am so excited to be interviewing Christy Clover, who is the author of the mom book that just dropped last September. It's called M-O-M, Master Organizers of Mayhem. Mamas, you know what we're talking about when we talk about this, and we are just so excited to have you here, Christy. Thank you for joining us. Oh, absolutely, Wendy. This is just such a joy. I can't I can't wait to get talking more. We've already been talking a little. <laughs> so yes. Fun. And it's so fun because Christy is just a neighbor of mine. She's about five miles down the road, which always feels so good when we get to connect with other incredible women doing awesome stuff in the world. And then to be neighbors is just like an extra bonus. 
Um, all right, so Christy, I'm going to have you introduce yourself here in a second, but Christy Clover is a home organization and efficiency expert, and she's also an author, a speaker, and the host of her own podcast called The Simply Joyful Podcast, and her passion is to encourage families. We have a major thing in common there. It's what we do here at Fresh Start Family, too, but she wants to encourage families to find simple ways to really just um, keep the realm of home organization and mom life doable. So Christy lives in San Diego with her husband, Steve, and their five kiddos. Five kiddos. That is awesome. And um, yeah, we're so excited to learn more from you, Christy. So today we are going to talk about five different areas of and ways, like simple solutions to organize chaos. And I think, you know, those of us who are raising young kids, um, the home can definitely become chaotic at times. And when we work with parents here at Fresh Start Family... We are always um, trying to just bring more peace and joy and connection and calm into the home. And what you do for a living and the way you help families definitely is such a big piece of that pie. So tell us a little bit more, Christy, about how you um, came into this work. And then, and before you do that, I'll tell you listeners what we're going to cover today. Um, We are going to, number one, we're going to cover five points with Christy. Number one, we're going to talk about her story and how she wasn't always into organization, right? (laughs) Number two, we're going to talk, um, she's going to redefine the definition of organization for us. Um, She's going to tell us about one of her favorite strategies, which is called the glean and tweak strategy. She's going to talk a little bit about what she's not, and then also what to do if you're feeling overwhelmed, like the house is just always chaotic and crazy. So those are kind of the five things we're going to cover today. But Christy, um, tell our listeners just a little bit more about you. Let us tell us your story. We want to know more about how you got into this work and how you became an author of this beautiful book. Oh, thank you. I know the cover turned out so cute. It's It's so so fun. Well, yeah. Well, goodness. Yeah, we have five kids. So Grant is our oldest. He's 17. Blake is 16. Wade is 11. Ashlyn is eight. And Caitlin is six. And my husband, Steve, and I have been married for 22 years. So we have a full house. And it's it's fun and exciting and always something something new happening. <laughs> yes. But, you know, I kind of got into this almost by accident. Back when we only had two kids about 13 years ago is when everything kind of started with this whole um, speaking about home organization. And I had a girlfriend who was running our local MOPS program, and which is mother of preschoolers. And she asked me if I could come and speak on home organization. And I kind of laughed at her thinking, why would you want me? to talk about that. I'm like, are you crazy? You've been to my house. (laughs) She was like, no, exactly. Like, we'll have a play date at your house and the house is torn apart by the end. And somehow if you have a party the next day, it's all clean and put together. So I was like, oh yeah, I guess so. I just have these systems. She's like, that's it. That's what I want you to talk about. And so she knew even just the busyness and chaos of my life as well. My husband traveled for 21 of the 22 years of our marriage. And so we've just always had, you know, kids in the house and a traveling husband until recently. And so I went and I I spoke to these moms about just these. I thought I was being all vulnerable and like I was admitting all of my failures and kind of sharing ways that I've kind of found these hacks to do uh, around the house and just, you know, some systems that I've been using. And I showed, shared with them like all of the all of the the secret things that you probably never really want to tell people. Yeah. And I had women come up to me afterwards, and they were in tears. They were just like, "Thank you, thank you for telling us that." I never even realized I could do things like that, and that just helped me to realize that 
there's a need. And so it kind of started this little fire under my, I don't know, nice. <laughs> under your feet. I, I always forget the right way to say I know. things. Like, <laughs> I'm like, what's the saying? <laughs> I don't know. Um, but no, it just started this passion in me to really try to encourage moms because I saw how just something as simple as being real. I mean, obviously that's important, but just being real and, and kind of practical and efficient in how I was articulating those things really helped these moms. And so what's powerful is that the, the 10 rules I came up with for that talk are all in the book still. So these oh. 13 years later, they're still applicable. So I thought that was such a God thing too. Cause yes. when I first got, when I sat down to write the proposal, I'm like, okay, so you have to really think through all the things you're going to talk about. And I giggled cause I'm like, wow, they all still work that, you know, it's, it all really is what I do around the house to keep some, to keep some order. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. It is a God thing. I think often, cause the, I remember when I first started my business, I went to the beach one day, the kids were like in surf camp and junior guards. And I said, I was like, I'm going to make my own, like my first giveaway guide, you know, as an online business, we have these giveaway guides that like you can download for free. And I sat down and wrote this firm and kind guide that just sat on the beach for three hours, got sand in the crevices of my laptop, I remember. But to this day, it is my most popular guide that people just love. Like they, they, and they're like, thank you so much for this download. But it's so cool how sometimes, you know, it takes years to develop these businesses or write a book. um, But it's so cool how we can put stuff on our heart so early that sustains a business or helps so many people. And um, it's such a gift, right? So I love that the same 10 points that are in the book. And I will tell you listeners that I got this book probably about um, three weeks ago and I have just been loving it in the evening. It's been just so, yeah, I'm, I have not yet applied everything, but I've been like downloading. I know (laughs) I need to, you're going to come now. I know that you're five miles away. That's all good. No, I meant like, Hey, it's all good. And I realized, no, that sounded like, Hey, (laughs) I'm not you. I'm encouraging you. You do what you can do. You got to start somewhere. So start with reading. <laughs> I know. I'm going to make you come over now and make me do all this stuff. It's going to be good. But I'm going to learn so much from you tonight. So that's awesome. Okay. So so after this, so first off, where are where are you at church around here? Um, we are at Redeemer Presbyterian. Okay, cool. Nice. I, I speak a lot for mops. <laughs> yeah, so I do a lot of mops, but um, I haven't, haven't spoken for them. So that's cool. Okay, um, so awesome. So do you, you did that speech and you, re- you had these amazing, viable points to offer moms specifically. It sounds like you had a calling to help moms specifically. And here, here at the Fresh Start Family Show, at Fresh Start Family, we really are all about supporting the whole family. But there is times when you just need to pour into the mom. And I love how your book is so, you know, it's so spot on. I mean, we do have a skill set, right? I've heard some really incredible speakers talk about how moms have, like women, have this incredible brain that even like when it's at rest on MRIs, it's shown that it's lit up. There's like all these points that are lit up. It's still doing a lot of thinking and processing. (laughs) Whereas like a man's brain, when it's uh, resting and they show it under MRI, it's like dark. It is resting. Yep. And maybe there's one light lit up, you know, and I, I love that because we really, we do become masters of mayhem. And it's like, it is definitely like you have to watch how you, you know, own that. And I think for me, it's been a process of like, okay, I don't want to ever become cocky about that. But there's a there are days where I'm like, dang, I am good at this home management thing <laughs> on top of running a business. And like, I can like, 
It's just awesome. I think we're gifted in that area. So I love that you're really pouring into moms with this book and um, it's awesome. Okay. So you do that speech, you have these 10 things and then how did you go on to like decide you wanted to write and, and become a speaker? How did that evolve? Well, that, well, when I first started speaking, when I was asked to speak, I, I'd done some speaking uh, like here and there. So back when, oh goodness, well, actually in college, yeah. <laughs> but back in college, I actually gave the baccalaureate um, speech Aww. at our graduation. And so I knew it was something I was passionate about and knew it was something I enjoyed. And so when I was asked to speak at church that time, I was like, oh, this is fun. And what was good to know after and not during is that one of the pastors at our church walked in and cause he'd overheard part of it and he's just like, who is speaking? And so he came yeah. in and it was, his wife was one of my friends and she's just like, we really want to encourage you to keep at this. Like you, you really seem to have fun doing it. And so it's one of those things where I just started looking for opportunities. And what was crazy is that, okay, so at that stage I had two kids and I just felt like, oh, God was stirring something in my heart. And I was like, man, I want to, how can I encourage moms? And it was before the days of YouTube. I mean, I didn't even know YouTube existed. Right. And I didn't even really know there was such a thing as a personal blog. And so I, I probably, if I had, if I had, all this had stirred like a year later, I would have gotten into blogging earlier. Yeah. But instead, you know, just in the way God works, everything kind of got put on hold. We had more babies. We started getting into homeschooling. So I made, my attention had to shift. And that was fine. And so I waited. And I just waited until, ironically, until our fifth baby was born. And I was looking for a creative outlet with my husband gone at night. And our kids were still young enough that everyone's going to bed. You know, I had nice. everybody in bed by 8.30 or 9. And I was like, okay, I could watch TV all night or I could do something productive. Nice. And so I had been toying with the idea to start blogging and start a YouTube channel. And so that's kind of what I did and kind of went from there. And so it was really exciting. And when I first, and I also just wanted a place to like dump all of my ideas and lists and all that kind of stuff too. And so it became this a creative outlet with a purpose. So all the recipes that my friends were always asking me for, I'm like, I'm just going to put it on the blog. <laughs> so nice. Then it's like something they can just print and like, voila, it's there. So it literally makes me laugh all the time because if somebody asks me for one of my favorite recipes, I'm like, every week you can probably find me making something that I have already up on my blog. Uh, so yeah, that's kind of how it got started. And I was looking again for something creative and it's grown from there. And like so many bloggers out there, it kind of grew and I didn't know what to nice. do. So I remember sitting at dinner with my husband one night and he's like, you need to say it. I'm like, I can't. And he's like, you need to say it. You have a business. I'm like, no. <laughs> to have a business. <laughs> right. Let's chat for a hot sec, openly and honestly, about what your discipline toolkit looks like in your home right now. If you're anything like most parents, you're relying on the hand-me-down set you inherited. Timeouts, spankings, threatening of spankings, taking iPads away, 3-2-1 countdowns, groundings, taking away toys, e-bikes, iPhones, any or all of those kind of tactics that create a total relationship strain and don't even work long-term to end your child's misbehavior for good. Meaning, you might spank your child or send them to timeout today for being air quotes mean to their sister or disrespecting you, but then three days from now, they're repeating the same misbehavior, which causes you to flip your lid because you know they know better. I want to help you learn a new way so you can end the vicious cycle that's keeping you stuck as a parent and causing you to feel super frustrated that 
nothing is working to get your strong-willed, stubborn child to behave better. My team and I have recently completely refreshed our Compassionate Discipline Quick Start Learning Bundle to help you learn a new way to teach your kids important life lessons, a new way to help your children learn from their mistakes and take responsibility for their actions. You can just DM me the word shift over on Instagram. I'm at Fresh Start Wendy, and I'll personally send you a message with a link to download this free bundle. I'm going to help you shift out of a punishment mindset and into a compassionate discipline one where you fully trust that connection-based, firm and kind discipline tools are all you need to be a strong leader in your home who holds your kids responsible when they misbehave, but does it in a way where they are learning the vital life skills they are missing when they mess up. So again, just DM me the word shift over on Instagram. I'm at Fresh Start Wendy, or you can head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash discipline to grab your free bundle now. I am so excited for you to shift out of feeling guilty and shameful when you lay your head on your pillow at night and shift into feeling confident and proud of the way you handled yourself as a parent, even when you were wildly triggered and upset about the mistake your child made. Okay, I'm excited for you to dive into this free resource. I'll see you in my DMs and inside the free discipline bundle. Oh, that's so funny. Well, it's I, listeners, you can probably tell as you're listening to Christy, but I think one of the underlying currents in your book and your work and your podcast is just you're such a joyful, just fun person. And like, I can see that in the way you parent and, you know, organization is, I think, you know, it's probably similar to, I think, what people probably feel when they hear about parenting classes. They're like, like, who the heck wants to do parenting classes or organization classes or like self-help? I mean, sometimes I think there's a section of us who get really fired up on self-help stuff, but sometimes it can be a little bit like boring, but you make it fun and it's awesome. So I'm, I'm glad that you decided to go forward and, and create this amazing book and blog and podcast and so good. All right. So, okay. So now that we know your story a little bit, tell us a little bit about your definition of organization. Well, this is key because this is what I think stumped me for so long. And I, always felt like a failure when it came to getting organized. And that's the irony of, I mean, we could have probably gotten in, maybe we'll get into it a little bit later, but um, I was not always organized. I really struggle and I still struggle in this area. And what I think we all need to get away from is now that we have social media, when we think organized, we think matching bins, we think Pinterest perfect. We have this picture of perfection in our heads because it's everywhere in front of our eyes. We have TV shows, we have TV channels and stations just dedicated to showing us how beautifully organized other people's homes can be. And so my number one thing when I try to explain to people what organization is, I try to remind them organization is not perfection. Organization is all about creating a more efficient systems in your home so you have time to to spend time with those priority relationships in your life and those priority things in your life. So one of the reasons I can do what I do is because we have put systems in place. So I have time, my family's my priority. And I also, because we have these systems, I have some extra time that I can use here and there for my business. And so it's been really amazing to see how things can work. And hey, I'll be, and anyone of my audience knows that if push comes to shove and the Clover family is in a busy season, everything online drops off. Yeah. And it is the worst business strategy in the entire (laughs) world 
But that's what happens. And that's just the reality of it. So I practice what I preach. And if you find me not online sometimes or with a big break, I'm always like, hey, go listen to old podcast episodes. (laughs) There's old videos. Go watch plenty plenty of content, people. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Let me encourage you again. It'll sound great the second time around. I love everything you said because it's very in line with what we believe here at Fresh Start Family. We we definitely love to encourage families that we are about progress, not perfection. There is right. no perfection. There literally no. and if and if if you think there is perfection, it's just a facade. There really isn't. Like and and you know, we speak to of course misbehavior and arguments and um, mistakes and challenges within family dynamics in the home, but it's, there's just is no perfection. And I think if you approach it from just the reality that um, you do have to put in effort, if you want things to be better tomorrow, and you can't just keep letting it slide, you do have to put in some systems. So we, it's awesome, because it's very parallel to what we teach here. You know, if, for example, like we teach proactive agreements is huge. If you want your, your children to listen back and cooperate more. Proactive agreements is kind of one of the four, like the front first steps of that firm and kind guide, actually that um, that we we offer here at Fresh Start Family. But it's that first step where if the, as long as you have that in place and you remember to make the agreement before you go into Target, you're going to have a smoother mm. experience. Mm-hmm. Your kids are going to listen oh, yeah. better to your limits when you say no, no more, no candy at the checkout aisle. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I, I love that. So no, you say perfection. target and I'm like flashing back to a moment I had in target. <laughs> oh yeah. We've all had those moments, right? <laughs> I know it was so bad. Like it was when I just had the two boys and Blake, um, my second was little, like really little and tired. And he was just melting down over something that I had said no to. Yeah. And so couldn't put him on a timeout necessarily like I normally would. And I did need to finish my shop. So I kind of was like, I gave him one chance and I was like, okay, I'm going to give you a moment to calm down. Cause I knew he just needed a moment. And yes. it was like, I can tell it wasn't a real tantrum. He was just, he needed a moment. Yeah. So I set him in the cart and I walked to the end of the aisle just to give him a moment. Nice. <laughs> so I was right there watching. And this woman walked by and she's like, looking around like, who did this? It's <laughs> like, I'm right here. He just needs a moment. I love it. Christy, we call that self-calming and we love that. <laughs> Give that kid some space, empower him to do it on his own. I love that. Oh my gosh. No, you said, I'm sorry. I totally hijacked. I'm like, oh, let's listen to my random memory of Target. No, I love that memory. I literally love to go through Target because of what I do. And I just am like on the hunt for moms who need like me to look at them and say, you're doing an amazing job. Like you are so seen and you are so admired and just, just make sure you know that. Like I love to find the ones with the tantruming kids or the screaming toddlers or the ones that have walked away from their children. I love that's a good story. I'm always like, I got five kids. You're good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. (laughs) That story is so in line with what we teach. I love it. All right, cool. So let's move on to number three, which is one of your strategies that you teach, which is called glean and tweak. Tell us more. Tell you more. Well, glean and tweak. This is the game changer for me because when I first tried, so we kind of went through this dark season. We went through the season when Pete, when people say everything that could have gone wrong, went wrong. Like that is the epitome of what we were going through. We had moved to a new area. I had two babies. My husband was traveling. I had had emergency, not emergency surgery, but we had had this unexpected surgery. My husband Mm -hmm. had had emergency. I mean, it was just like, you name it. It was happening. We had marriage issues. We had all of these things all put together. We had a 70 pound dog who had forgotten to go, how to go potty Mm. outside. And it was just stress. And 
So I, when I kind of hit this bottom, I realized I need to start taking some, making some changes and things that I did have control over. Cause I know that in life you don't always have control over everything. Yeah. So I was like, what can I do? I'm like, we need more structure. We need more organization. And so I started trying to learn. And so what I would do is I would ask friends, you know, like, Oh, what do you do? You're really organized. What do you do? And so when I had a few different girlfriends who I kind of went to and they gave me these, this great advice. And what I found is that when I tried to apply it, it did not work for me at all. Yeah. And it was so hard for me because I'm like, I'm a failure. I'm never going to be good at organizing. And so what I finally, like this aha moment for me was when I realized, well, what if I take different tips and different things that I'm learning and try to think through how could this better work for me? So how can I tweak it? So I'm going to glean from others, from books, from magazines, from now from TV shows, And, you know, and from friends who are good at this particular thing, then how can I glean from them and tweak it to work for the season that I'm in? Because it also is, it's not just to work for you. It's also work for the season you're in, because I can tell you as a mom who now has teenagers and little people in the house, it's like, I've got a whole bunch of different things going on. And so we do have to make big adjustments. But it was in that moment when I realized this could work if I make this adjustment. And so I always encourage people on that. Like if you hear something's working great for someone else, tweak it, make it work for you. We would never hesitate to do that with a recipe, but we always seem to to hesitate when it comes to our homes. But you know, if you get an awesome recipe and it has black olives, like my family doesn't like black olives. I do. (laughs) No one else does. But I will leave it out if they don't like it. So that is me tweaking the recipe to work best for my family. And so that's what we need to do in our homes as well. And so I encourage families, you know, read the tips in here, make it work for you. And when you hear from other people, just, you know, see what you can glean from. But there is no one, you know, one size fits all when it comes to home organization. And I think that's one of the problems we have out there is a lot of the books on organization are typically from a standpoint of people who are highly organized, have always been organized and don't know what it's like to pull themselves up from the middle of chaos. Yes, exactly. Which I feel like I am probably your ideal client. I am like, if you, if you come into my house, the downstairs is like, like it is, I feel like it's like the classic. I've heard this story at church before, and I forget how they say it, but this is how we do it sometimes. With like God or Jesus, is will like hide the room, like that's like all messed up. <laughs> like if you like the downstairs is spotless, and then like my closet's a mess, like the garage is a mess, like I'm overwhelmed with the amount, like the toy bins right now in my office and my bookshelf. I'm like, <laughs> and what I love about what you just spoke about is that. It's so like whether it's in our work at Fresh Start Family or your work, it's it's you just shame does not do anything. It doesn't motivate us to change. And so when you look at what other people are doing and you think like, oh, I suck because I can't make that work or I haven't been able to succeed lately, it actually actually will be detrimental for your growth and your ability to actually, you know, um, have the garage be organized for more than I mean, the garage is our like our, our hey. monster. Yep. Is our Achilles yep. heel? Ugh. No, I get it. So many people are there. And I always tell people, I mean, because, yeah, yes. <laughs> I, when I start organizing, it's a lot of times in the garage because I know that I normally have to make space. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> make space for the things that I know don't work in my home and give myself a little grace. Like, I'll give myself, you know, a month or two to see if it, if I think I can find a spot for it. And if not, then it's going to go. But I need the space to, to move things to do so. so. Yes, yes. And I know, um, you know, I know I've heard you talk about 
just also minimalization too, of course. I mean, I definitely feel like I get a little logged. I, I get a little jam there. It's, it's just, it's just weird. Like, do you have any tips for like this modern day? It, I feel like it's such a, a weird modern day thing where it's like we, it's like the, the stress of having too much and you feel like by giving it away or it's like, it's almost like you're going to feel, you're going to be ungrateful or I don't know, maybe it's just the way I was raised, like very middle income family where it was so, it was such a blessing to have things. And so to yeah. give things away or get rid of them just so your counters will be clear, just feels so like I've been trying to like get better at it and I have gotten better at it. I have grown a lot and I, and it does feel so much better, but I feel like that's part of the equation, right? I mean you can organize a lot and then you also just have to build your muscles, right? To be able to just say goodbye to a lot of stuff and bless other people. Yes. No. And that's actually a, a big part of, uh, well, I'll rewind a little bit. So one thing is I actually am not a minimalist yeah. and that always surprises people a little bit, but I'm not, I mean, I do believe in having less. It's much easier to organize less yeah. when you have less. <laughs> so, you know, if you have a, a basket full of toys and it's dumped out on the ground, that's going to take you while. If you have a basket full of just a few toys, it's not going to take as long. So, you know, be, I try to be really strategic about what we keep in our home, but I also do try to be wise about what we keep in our home. So if there are things that don't work for this season, but I know will work for another season that's coming, I absolutely hold on to them and I keep them in the garage. And so those are the things that we do keep in our garage. In fact, I finally, since we're done having children, I yeah. um, no watch. God's going to bring some wonderful adoptive children <laughs> yes. into our lives and we'll have to resupply and that's okay. But right. we finally got rid of all the baby bins, but I had Aww. everything stored by, you know, gender and by season so that I knew what I needed when I needed. And I still do have clothes for my younger kids from my older kids, but you know, one of the ways that like, I'm not that, that Marie Kondo person. I am not the, you know, let's just see what sparks joy. Cause you know what? My yeah. plunger does not spark joy in my right. life, but <laughs> I need it. Yes. I need a plunger because in yes. those moments, I need to make sure my toilet's not clogged. Yes. Um, and, and I had somebody online like call me out on that. She's like, Oh, my plunger sparks joy for me. Cause I know what it'll do. I'm like, Oh no, no. Like I can be in the grossest oh, of messes no. and that plunger is not bringing me joy. No, it is no. bringing me an unclogged toilet and less chaos, but not joy. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, I know what joy is and that's not it. <laughs> Yes. But, you know, I also think about the fact that how often do we walk into our closets and we think to ourselves, I have nothing to wear. Mm -hmm. And so you can't just go from that. Does it spark joy? Because it depends on where your heart is and where, you know, are you feeling content? And so what we've tried to do is when we are looking at taking time to declutter, I really do try to think through is this something that is a blessing to me and to the people in my home, or could it be a blessing in someone else's home? I love and the way so you phrase that. Lots, yeah. yeah, and so there's lots of ways to do that. So whether it is, you know, no, we're using this. No, we need this. Like those are, there's a real function that we are currently using this item for. Well, then it is blessing our family. However, if it's something I haven't touched in a long time and I can't really see any need for it in the future, then why am I holding it? Uh, you know, holding on to it for this what if moment. And so yeah. then that's when I realized I can give it to someone else and it can be a blessing to them, whether it's to the Salvation Army. And then it's almost fun. Like we are going to, and I do this with the kids. I'm like, we're going to give this away because we're not using it. 
I wonder who it's going to bless. I wonder if it's going to be so with my little girls. I'm like, I wonder if there's a little girl there who's always been wanting one of these things. And the only way they can get is if we give it away. And so we try to really think through that blessing. And for those hard moments of those items like (laughs) clothes that are in my closet and I realize I don't even know if I've worn that once because I never found the occasion. I never lost the five pounds I thought I was going to lose in order to make it look good. It might even still have the tag on it. I look for a friend who might want it. And then it just feels so good to be able to get things out of your house and know that it's going to someone else. So that's that's how I've kind of done things nice. a little differently than other people. So again, like we are not minimalists, but um, I mean, there may be a little more minimalism would be good here and there. <laughs> but at the same time, I really try to look at it from the blessing standpoint. That is such a huge motivator. It really is of thinking and imagining a face of someone who will be so excited to have it, you know? Um, Yeah, that's super motivating for me. Awesome. Okay. And um, so talk to us about, so um, it's like, it's, so if, if someone is listening and they're like, okay, I know I need to get some systems in place. And, and by the way, one of like, I want you to talk, and this wasn't in our outline here, but before we get into my last question for you, I love, like, tell us where I saw you doing this thing with your your girls. How old is your youngest now? Six. Six. You have this, like, folding thing with the young (laughs) girls that they were having so much fun folding their laundry. And it's like this plastic thing. Like, where do we get this? Do you sell this? Because you were able to engage these girls and have them be empowered. You should be empowered to take part in the laundry process. And I know you have so many tips about laundry, but I feel like the Fresh Start family of of listeners would, would love to just know like, okay, how do you get toddlers involved? How do you get young kids involved? How do you get them excited about chipping in? And obviously with a family of five, like you are probably so good at getting your family on board to chip in. And with your fun personality, I can just imagine you incorporate little things like the folding little tool things. Um, But definitely, how do we, how do we get these kids more excited about being part of the process of organization? And, And I can tell your girls specifically really do get very excited about it. So talk to us a little bit about that and then we'll get into our last point. Oh yeah. So you know, there's oh, there's so many different ways to, to help kids get excited about it. But the one key thing that you brought up is finding the right tools. So when you have the right tools for your kids, it makes all the difference. And so what you're referring to is this thing is called the flip fold. And I got mine from the container store. Okay. I was doing a laundry segment on the news. And so I was on their website trying to find all these different things. And one of my tips is to fold clothes right out of the laundry. I mean, right out of the dryer. So they're, oh, they're hot. I hate, <laughs> please do not make me iron my clothes. That's all I can yes. say. And so I have these little techniques. And so I go into more of all of that. But <laughs> I found this flip fold. I'm like, why not? I'll have them send it to me and we'll try it out. I mean, it was like Christmas came early in the summer because my kid, they literally ran out of clothes to fold and they're like, what else can we fold? Let's <laughs> refold everything in the, in the whole closet. And I'm like, okay. That's awesome. <laughs> It, you know, it's definitely worn off a little bit, but yeah. anytime they do their laundry, they grab the flip and fold. And I always kind of joke with them. I'm like, you could actually just put a hanger in it and you don't have to fold everything, but they right. 
love doing it. So this flip fold, it's just you put the clothes down and you just do these three flips and it looks like you've gone to the gap and your clothes are like perfect and ready to be stacked and you can see everything. And so it's super duper fun. But there's so many great ways to find good tools. So at, you know, as far as dishes, dishes are another pain point for a lot of families. So with dishes, we have one of the, you and I can see each other, but I'll try to describe what I'm I'm holding my hands up and showing you what I mean. (laughs) I know, that's right. (laughs) So it's a little like dish scrub brush that has soap in it. And a lot of families have those, but my kids love them because then it's just like squirt, squirt, scrub, scrub, done. Well, rinse, hopefully. Hopefully it gets rinsed. Right. And then they're done. And little things like that, just having an easy, accessible squirt bottle. You can get, you know, those microfiber, like a Norwex microfiber or whatever you want. You can use a, you know, a nice, no, not non-toxic cleaner um, or just water with a microfiber and to clean things and just make it fun and, you know, get a cute bottle for the water or for the non-toxic cleaner or something like a Miss Myers and, you know, just make it fun and easy. Keep, and the, the other key thing is to keep tools where you need them. So under every sink of my house, there is something that I can do a quick clean. So I keep Clorox wipes. Okay, that's me. Probably not as non-toxic. As right, if right. Yes. If you like to be non-toxic, then find your own yes, <laughs> version yes. of it. But I do. I keep those under the sink. And, you know, my kids are old enough now. I don't have to keep a lock on, <laughs> on that. Yeah. But it, it's great. And so we train everyone. <laughs> you make a mess. Clean it up. Yes. And so they can do a quick clean. Or if I, mom, find something, then that's what I'm doing too. And yes. on that note, we keep a toilet brush and a plunger in every single bathroom because I would hate for my guests to go in and have our toilets not function properly or for us to have guests and for there to be a dirty toilet that looks like we haven't used a plunger. Yes, and with two teenage boys, like, yeah, yes. Families, I have a question for you. Would you love to be able to set really strong boundaries and rules with your children and then follow through with consistency and firm kindness? If yes, listen up. I have a program called the Firm and Kind Parenting Blueprint that I'd love for you to go check out. You can learn more over at freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash firm and kind. Inside of this quick, easy to finish program, I'll teach you four steps to really setting those strong roles, but then following through in a way where you're using connection and firm kindness. And what I'll teach you will actually cause your children to want to cooperate with you because they truly respect you and value the rule and the boundary and understand how it serves them, not just something that they have to do or else. And it's just an incredible feeling when you go to bed at night knowing that you followed through on the rules and the strong boundaries in your home without relying on hand-me-down parenting tactics like fear, force, threats, yelling, harsh punishments that really create usually fear in your household, right? We want our children to listen to us because they respect us and because they understand why being part of the team, cooperating well, respecting rules, all those things, why that feels good as a human being. We want to do those things um, in ways that cause our children to want to respect us, not just because they're scared of us or a consequence. And that's exactly what I'm going to teach you inside this program. So again, head on over to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash firm and kind to learn more. But in under an hour, this program will teach you some really effective strategies on how to create agreements with your kids instead of compliance statements, which is where a lot of 
parents go wrong and why their children don't end up respecting the rules or the agreements that they've made. And then I'm going to teach you how to use empathy. I'll teach you how to engage your kids' critical thinking skills when you tell them to do something and they say no. And then I'm also going to encourage you to understand how to empower your children. When children feel empowered, especially strong-willed kids, they will cooperate a whole heck of a lot easier, okay? So I want you to go learn about this program and let me know if you have any questions. FreshStartFamilyOnline.com forward slash firm and kind. Oh my, but you have a teenagers in the house. I'm like, I don't want anyone to be embarrassed. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Okay, those are great tips. Okay, and so um, if someone's just feeling, so, so for our last point, Christy, talk to us about where do we start if we're just feeling overwhelmed? So maybe there's someone listening and not only are they going through maybe a hard season of parenting where... It's like we just, you know, where maybe you've just had your second and the toddler is embarking on the many challenges of toddlerhood and you're trying to figure out how to parent with integrity and and raise these little human souls with compassion and grace. And then you look around and you're like, the the house is a disaster. It is literally chaos. It's mayhem. Um, Like there's no type of lunch schedules. There's no type of like dinner schedules. There's like laundry everywhere. Like you just feel like everything's out of order and just like you said chaos like where do you recommend we start besides of course getting your book um like what what would your recommendation to be just to like kind of the first step to walk ourselves off the ledge and and just get ourselves feeling a little bit less anxious um because of course i i help parents in these in these tough seasons with the the behavior and their relationships and the connection and communication within their families and then there is so many other elements Um, that can add to just ripping the joy from our days. So when it comes to our homes, where can we start if we're just in that overwhelming season? Okay, so I'm going to give you three easy ways to start. And really, you can pick any of these three, and it's going to be a great thing. So you can do all three and have awesome (laughs) success, or pick just one and still have awesome success. success. So number one is pray. I know that sounds ridiculous. It doesn't feel like an action step. But honestly, if you are overwhelmed, nothing's going to bring you peace like the Lord. So I always really encourage people pray, pray about where you should start, you know, give the Lord that anxiety. The Bible is very clear about, we need to cast our anxiety on him. And even something that feels trivial, like your home is important to him. And so he has given us, I mean, I kind of, again, going back to that blessing, the Lord has given me this house as a blessing. It's my ministry location. This is like ground zero ministry for me. Yes, yeah. so I look at my parenting as discipleship and our home as my little ministry area. So I pray about it. And so sometimes I'll ask him, you know, like, what is the place I should start? You know, how can, where do I start? You know, can you just give me peace even though I don't know where to start? Um, so number one would be prayer. Beautiful. Number two Oh, thank you. <laughs> but it's important. And I think that we yeah. skip that step because too often we just don't think it's, it, you know, it's not big. I shouldn't pray about it. And yeah. that's not true. Yes. Not true at all. I love it. Okay. So number two is pick one thing. It's just pick one thing. So I've had those moments, especially during our house renovation, where I feel like I'm going from room to room going, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, like I don't even know where to start. And so that happens. And the only way to dig yourself out is to figure out, you know, what's driving you craziest. So that's usually where I tell people, pick the one thing that's driving you craziest. But honestly, if you can't even handle that job, just pick one thing. And so 
focus on what systems and strategies you can come up with for that one thing. And when you start, just focus on that. Don't let yourself get distracted by everything else. You know, start practicing those systems, start getting order there and it's going to feel good. And that's going to spur you on to say, okay, I'm ready for my next area. So pray. Number one, number two is to pick that one thing. And number three is key also. And that is to get help. Ask for help. We cannot magically just think that, oh, you know, help will just come. Yeah. (laughs) It doesn't. We have to ask for help when we need it. We have to be vulnerable with one another. And whether it's another mom that we call up and just say, I'm at the bottom today. Can you please come take my kids to the park with your kids? Or can, you know, can I drop my kids off? I'll do it for you next week, but I just need a moment. And whether you just need to ball up in a corner and just breathe, you know, maybe eat some bonbons. No, I'm kidding. Do they even have bonbons? (laughs) I know. I'm showing my age. No, I'm I kidding. Know. I know what those are. <laughs> but you know, that's okay. Or if it is just okay, hey, I'm going to declutter this area while my kids aren't in the house and undoing everything I'm doing. You know, but communicate with your spouse, figure out if there's a friend who can help out, but please ask for help. Um, so those are kind of my, my three key things. So again, pick one, pick them all, whatever. But that is what I try to encourage moms with because we've all been there and I have got five kids. So there are seven of us in this house and it does not take long for our house to feel completely out of control if we are in a busy season. Um, yeah. It just, it happens really fast. doesn't matter what systems you have in the house or how organized you are if you're not implementing anything because you're just too busy, then it doesn't help. So yeah, yeah, to, to make that time. <laughs> yes. Oh, I love all of that, Christy. It's so good. Um, and the asking for help is so crucial because it does take some courage to be vulnerable with people because we have such a an odd thing in culture where we answer most of the time with like, people are like, how you doing? You're like, I'm pretty good. I'm fine. Like, you know, it's like, but so many times as parents, raising human souls there are many times when you just want to be able to say I'm I just feel really buried right now like I'm overwhelmed I feel like there's not enough hours in the day I'm I'm trying to get a handle on like how to handle this misbehavior or this season of toddlerhood or tweenhood or whatever and there's just a lot on my plate and I find that when you're able to do that with people and then say hey can I help you out or can you take my kids or can you would you be willing to, you know, tag, like pick my kids up from school one day or whatever it is? People really love to help. They love that. Yeah. They feel closer to you. They feel, yes. yeah, I remember like telling my neighbor one day um, on the block years ago before she moved to Washington, she said to me today, one day, how's it going? And, um, and I just was in an overwhelming, I think I was like just starting to build my business at Fresh Start Family. And I just broke down in tears and I was like, I'm not well. I was like, I'm not well. Stella's killing me, my oldest. And and like I was just depleted and defeated and hopeless and just felt like I had done nothing, you know, probably that day to bring myself joy, which organizing and like getting the home in order brings me so much joy. But whatever. Oh, yeah. And that day I remember. But I mean, I just remember I broke down and I, and, and it was a really cool memory because she was like, oh my gosh, thank you so much for telling me all that and, and being real with me because I just thought you all, you have it all together. And yeah. and for, in a nutshell, she was basically like, I just feel so much closer to you. And it just feels so Aww. good to know that you're human. And I was like, me, I portrayed some like hard image, but, um, but it is, we have this <laughs> and like people are wanting to help, you know, like, 
I just got a, um, we just finally, like for years we've been wanting a new truck. We got finally got a new Sequoia with like seven, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven seats. And so Woo-hoo. I'm just telling people all the time, <laughs> let me know if you need help. I will grab your kids from school. And um, so people want to help, you know? And so I love that one. That's a really great one. All you Sometimes all you need is like, an hour to meal plan for the week or right. I mean I need some major help in that area so I'm like <laughs> I'm digesting all of this I have big plans for 2020 Christy big plans Ooh. for everything I'm That's gonna good. implement yeah everybody does <laughs> I know right it's like the most exciting thing going into a new year and just I I get excited about it and so it's great no, to have I do too. Yeah, it's great to have resources like your book, um, Master Organizer of Mayhem Mom. So it's it's gonna be it's good. 2020 is gonna be a good year. But as we sign off, tell our listeners where they can find you. And if they want to get your book, it's I, mean, I know we'll put a link to the on the show notes page. I'm, I'm assume it's on Amazon, yeah. It is on Amazon. Yes. yes. So everything that I do is found on my website, ChristyClover.com. So that's Christy with a K and an I, because there's like 50 ways to spell it, yeah. but it's A-R-I-S-T-I, then Clover, just like fourleafclover.com. So there are links to the book, to the podcast, to my YouTube channel, to pretty much everything that I do um, is all going to be linked over there. Nice. And, and before you go, just tell us a little like synopsis of your podcast real quick. How would you describe it? Yeah. So my podcast is called the Simply Joyful Podcast. And it's a faith-based podcast, and we just, I love encouraging people. So 2020, we have some fun things going on. I already started all the interviews and have everything underway. And goodness, we have a lot of fun guests coming on. I like to have authors on. And this year, we're kind of theming everything out. So January's organization. And February is going to be all about marriage. And I think March is family. April is spring cleaning. And so we're going to have like Kathy Lip on. And we have all kinds of really fun guests on this this season. And then I'm doing a lot more solo episodes this time around too. And so talking through different organizational tips and, you know, marriage tips. I'm going to have my husband on the podcast in February. Nice. So we've already forewarned him of that. So I know you do it all the time, but it's just like, this has just been this little thing that I do. And I'm like, okay, buddy, you're going to come do it with me. <laughs> and so, yeah, I think it's going to be fun. I, I, we haven't recorded it yet. So it's going to be pretty funny because I don't know what to expect if he's, he might just steal the show and just get really silly and it could be really fun. So but yes, I, I just love trying to help you. I mean, overall, I'm like, that was my long, crazy explanation. My theme for everything I do falls under simple solutions for more joyful life. I try to help families to find simpler ways of doing things so they'll stop being overwhelmed and they can start experiencing more joy. Oh, I love that. Mic drop. Beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Chrissy. Well, thank you so much for being with us today. And um, families, go check out Christy's website, her book, and um, make sure you give her a follow on social media. Thanks again, Christy. For links and more information about everything we talked about in today's show, head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash 69. For more information, go to freshstartfamilyonline.com. Thanks for listening, families. Have a great day. 
All right, listeners, that's a wrap. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed recording it for you. As we wrap up here, don't forget to DM me the word shift or head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash discipline to grab your free discipline quick start learning bundle. You'll get immediate access to download our extensive learning guide where I'll share five ways you can ditch the old school hand-me-down punishment mindset beliefs and thoughts that are causing you to react like a volcano volcano instead of respond like the firm, kind, respectful teacher you are at your core. And then you'll also get immediate access to my on-demand workshop where I'll teach you our three core Fresh Start family strategies that make up a strong, compassionate, disciplined toolkit, as well as my favorite logical consequences that not only work with kids of all ages, but do wonders to unite you with your child and strengthen your relationship, even in your kid's worst moments. So pop on over to Instagram right now and just shoot me a DM with the word shift and I'll send you a personal link to download that bundle right away. Or you can head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash discipline to get access immediately. All right. Thanks for listening and I'll see you inside that free bundle and also inside the next episode.